Hello and welcome to the Battle Fan Podcast, episode number 21. My name is Paul, no Jerry this week, so it'll be just me previewing the upcoming week, week 5 in the XFL, specifically the game, uh, the Defenders versus the Battle Hawks. Uh, That game will be this Sunday, March the 8th. It will be in D.C. at 2 o'clock Central. So if you're in the Central Time Zone, that's 2 o'clock. If you're on the East Coast, that'll be 3 o'clock. Um, and if you need to watch that on TV, it's on FS1. So going into this game, the Battlehawks are 3.5-point favorites, which is an interesting line because uh, D.C., they're currently 2-2. Two and two. We're 3-1. and one. But they're 2-2. Two and two. They got uh, two wins. The first two games were wins, and those were at home. So they are 2-0 and oh at home, and this is their third home game. Uh, and they are 0-2 oh on the road. So it's kind of hard to uh, get a grasp on how defenders are going to do on this game because they play well at home but not on the road. Uh, but the last two games, if you're just going to go by what, what have you done for me lately, uh, defenders are coming off two really bad losses. Uh, last week they lost... Uh, 25 to nothing against Tampa Bay, uh, and the week before that they lost 39 to nine against LA. Uh, and Tampa Bay and LA are not the the best teams in the XFL, and they lost pretty bad to them. So I feel pretty confident going against them. But then again, when they're at home, they've they played really well. They won uh, 27 nothing when they played New York at home, and they won uh, the very first ever XFL game uh, for the 2020 season. Uh, they won 31 to 19 against Seattle. So I'll be curious how they do. I mean, they played Seattle, New York, L.A., and Tampa Bay. Um, All four of those teams are the bottom two teams of their conferences, so they really haven't been tested yet. Uh, I think the Battlehawks are going to be a a real uh, good test for them. So I'm feeling pretty confident uh, that the Battlehawks can can win this game, but uh, you never know with football. And like I've said before about the parity in this league, that you can't take any game for granted. You can't just move on to the next one. You have to... Take every opponent seriously. And we've done well on the road. We're 1-1 one one on the road, so I feel pretty confident that we can uh, get the win this week. Uh, looking at a couple stats um, as far as uh, our defense and uh, their offense, uh, they're a very middle-of-the-pack offense as far as uh, yards and points. Um, and Battlehawks are arguably the number one defense, uh, especially when it comes to uh, points allowed. When you're looking at yards and uh, yards allowed, we're second, so we're definitely one of the top uh, defensive teams. On the other side of the ball, uh, the Battlehawks' rush offense is currently uh, second, and uh, DC's rush defense is currently seventh. So I can see I'm gonna predict that we're gonna have a lot of uh, the Battlehawks are gonna be running it a lot because they are not the greatest when it comes to rush, uh, rush defense, and we have a good rushing game, so. Uh, look for the Battlehawks to take advantage of that matchup there. So I guess if I have to put um, put a prediction on it, I'm going to say uh, that we're going to win. I think it's going to be closer than we'd like. I think it's going to be uh, 24-21 Battlehawks win. So that's going to be my um, my prediction there. So let's see. Uh, some other things going on. I guess the other games, uh, I'll just do my kind of quick pre- uh, predictions for the other games going on this weekend. Uh, you have Seattle playing at Houston. Uh, Houston's a favorite, 13.5 point favorites. I'm going to have to go with uh, the 4-0 uh, Houston Roughnecks to, be, to beat the uh, Seattle 
Dragons. Um, I think that's going to be it's going to be hard to hard to pick the Seattle on that one. So I'm going with Houston there. Uh, New York versus Dallas. So New York at Dallas. Uh, both teams are two and two. Um, New York uh, they are zero and two on the road, and Dallas is zero and two at home. Uh, so hard to pick there, but I'm going to have to go with Dallas because I think Dallas. Uh, do it for a win, and I think they're going to get their first uh, home win here. And the other game, uh, Tampa Bay is pe- playing out Los Angeles, and this is in Los Angeles. Uh, both of these teams are one and three, so I think it'll be a good matchup. That uh, LA is only a one and a half point favorite, uh, but I'm going to take the upset there, and I'm going to say uh, Tampa Bay is going to win that game. So some uh, quick news. Uh, the big news was uh, Jordan Taamu. Uh, selected as uh, Star of the Week, uh, Star of the Week for uh, Week 4. This is the first time a non-Houston player has gotten uh, the Star of the Week. So congratulations to our throwing Samoan, Flying Hawaiian, JT Money himself, Jordan Tamu, congratulations. And I guess this kind of made me think of something that XFL really didn't go out and get uh, stars for their league. They're, you don't have a Johnny Manziel or a Tim Tebow or I guess... Uh, Landry Jones is probably the biggest star, and he's not even that big of a name. Uh, I think what they've done, and I think was smart on their part, is that they're making their own stars. And probably the two that come to mind is Jordan Tamu and uh, P.J. Walker. Like Those guys uh, become the stars of the XFL, and it's really cool that they kind of made it themselves. Instead of relying, instead of spending money and trying to, to get stars, they just created their own. So that was pretty smart on XFL's parts. To, to do that, save some money, and just kind of let the, the chips fall where they may, and whoever just emerges at a star, like, just pump those guys up, and uh, the star of the week thing is a is a good idea to kind of highlight these players uh, that are stars, so, so good on the XFL for that. Uh, next thing I want to talk about is the video that the XFL pointed out, um, it's on social media, it's like this little mini documentary, it's eight minutes long. Uh, if you just kind of search for it online, I'm sure you'll find it if you haven't seen it already. Uh, but it was a really, really well done video. I think the XFL themselves wanted to put this out. I think it's supposed to be a kind of a little mini documentary series uh, all about the for the love of football. And this video is very fan centered video. It wasn't it had a little bit even like the the video that they showed wasn't very much of the team. It was more all about the city and all about the fans. And it really just kind of goes to show how fan-centered this this league is. That's really neat to see. It's a very there's a lot of contrast between the XFL and the NFL as comes as far as that. The way the NFL treated the city and the way they kind of just had this attitude that they were they're bigger than the city, they're they're better than the city, that they don't need us. Versus the XFL, it's just it's night and day the the difference between the two and the way the XFL is is uplifting the city and is appreciative of the city and trying to do the best to engage with the city and uh, putting out this video is uh, is just right in that vein right there. So so thanks to the XFL for putting that video out. Um, it really kind of highlighted um, how excited the fans are to have football back and um, kind of talked about how the last four or five years have been. I guess the word they used was empty, and it has felt empty, like just a empty part of our of our hearts. Something was missing in this town that we're such a sports town to not have football just didn't feel right. And now it's back, it, it feels right. So to go along on that kind of vein, uh, the 
Battlehawks for their next home game, which will be in uh, two weeks against L.A. Uh, they've decided to open up uh, more of the upper deck. Um, and that just went on. I'm recording this on Friday. Uh, they just uh, released those tickets at 10 a.m. this morning. I went and checked around 11 o'clock, and all the $15 tickets for the uh, for the upper bowl, they were all sold out already. And I think just recently they uh, released more. They opened up more sections. They didn't open up the whole uh, upper deck. They're just kind of releasing specific sections. Uh, since those sold out so fast, they're opening up more sections. So I think as long as people keep buying them, they're going to keep opening up more sections. Uh, and I think the second round of sections, I check in uh, the the t- uh, Ticketmaster right now. Most of those are already gone. Those fifteen dollars tickets are almost gone already. And I guess they have. Um, the 300 level, so that's the 400 level is the $15. The 300 level, those are around $36. And there's still some of those left, but those are selling pretty well too. Uh, looking on here, the only thing that's really not selling, which I brought this up last time, is the seats directly behind uh, the visitor's bench. So I think they just overpriced those those tickets. I think they need to lower the price of those or do something because those t- tickets are having a hard time selling. But people who are just football fans that... Maybe they don't have a lot of extra spending money, but they love football and they're sports fans. They just want to get in the dome and they just want to be part of the experience. So I think that you're going to have no problem selling those $15, 400 level uh, tickets. So I think they're going to keep opening up sections. It's going to look really cool come, uh, 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 I guess that's March 21st when that game is, when that entire dome is full. And I think that game is going to be on Fox. That's going to look really good on TV uh, to see the, the dome that full. Uh, in a way, it's kind of the uh, the Cronky sucks game in a way because we'll be playing against L.A. and that's when we lost the Rams, we lost them to L.A. So even though the L.A. Wildcats have nothing to do with Stan Cronky and nothing to do with the NFL, I guess they're kind of a stand-in for uh, for uh, for Mr. Cronky and uh, the L.A. Rams. So I know the fans are going to be cheering a little extra hard. I'm sure we're going to hear lots of Cronky sucks chants during that game. So if you haven't got your tickets already, like I think that is going to be an experience. If you haven't gotten tickets, like when they open up a new section, make sure to get in there and get your tickets uh, real fast. So kind of pay attention because you want to be there. This isn't a game you want to miss. I think that the home opener was a game you didn't want to miss, and I think this is the other one that you're not going to want to miss. So get your tickets. So we'll cut this episode short. Um, I guess on socials, follow us at, uh, on Facebook. Search for the Battle Fan Podcast. On Instagram, we're at XFL Battle Fan. Twitter the same way, at XFL Battle Fan. Follow us there. So in, uh, I guess in a few days on Sunday, we'll probably have a reaction podcast afterwards. But until then, let's go Battle Hawks!